Welcome to It's Your Community with Vanessa Denha, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to It's Your Community. I'm Vanessa Denha Garmo here. We have a wonderful event coming up on June 14th. It's Monday. It is Flag Day. And the American House salutes veterans on June 14th, celebrating Flag Day with Congressional Medal of Honor recipient James Doc McLuhan. Doc, thank you for joining us here on It's Your Community. Hey, this is a privilege for me. I really, really appreciate it. It's, it's such an honor to be with you, and I want to first thank you for your service to our country. Uh, I greatly appreciate all the men and women who serve our country and our military and keeping our country free and the great country that it is, the best country in the world. So thank you, first, uh, Doc, for serving our country. You're welcome. So you, we're honoring American House in Sterling Heights has invited the community on Flag Day in celebration of Flag Day, honoring veterans, including a Vietnam veteran and war hero such as yourself. So, you know, what do you feel about this honor and acknowledging the men and women who served in the armed forces on this Flag Day? Well, of course, there's um, probably in every wave of that flag, the uh, 42 million who have served in all of the wars uh, since we started uh, fighting them. Um, I can't give enough respect for those individuals who have held our and defended our freedoms. Um, they all need to be saluted, and um, and I think that the flag is the best uh, symbol of uh, patriotism that we have. It is, and and I I I fly it proudly in front of my home. Uh, flag uh, and the U.S. flag that I've always had since we've been married. My husband and I got a flag when we got married in our first home, and we will continue to have a flag uh, in front of our home proudly to be proud Americans. My parents, you know, immigrated into the United States, um, Doc, and they all they talked about is how grateful they were to come to this country and um, and to raise their and, and, and to have children and raise their children here. And they loved America more than anybody I know. Uh, you know, it's like all they could talk about is how great this country is. And so appreciate the men and women who serve our country. I have to also say I love Flag Day, Doc, because it's also my birthday. Oh my! <laughs> so it's a double I, celebration. You on your birthday. <laughs> I got some bad news. I'm online, so be careful what you say. Okay, hey. Ooh, Bob. Bob Gillette's joining us, and we have to thank him. He's the one that's putting this whole event I, together. I, I, oh well, I'm delighted to have both of you. So I, we're looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to meeting Doc, and uh, we're ready for him. That's all I can say. You know, we were talking before you uh, chimed in here, Bob. It, the Flag Day is a double special day only because it's also my birthday. Oh, that's neat. <laughs> Oh I always loved, you know, I always loved celebrating my birthday on Flag Day because at school, we it was like, a, they, you know, I remember growing up in school, it was like a big deal. We got up, we had a whole celebration, we said the Pledge of Allegiance, and I, I felt extra special on Flag Day at school <laughs> when the school used to get out later and later. You didn't know, you didn't know till your senior year that the, the party was for you, huh? Yeah, I didn't know. I thought it was for me. So, Bob, you, you know. <laughs> Uh, Bob, I want to thank you, too, for putting this event together. Why was it important for American House to salute veterans on June 14th and do the celebration and invite Doc to this event? Well, it's not necessarily American House. I mean, we, over the years, have honored our veterans. I go back many years ago with Keith Famey, where we did a number of DV, uh, videos, Detroit, the greatest generation, the Vietnam generation. So 
Um, you know, it's something that I've been doing for, you know, at least 10, 12 years. Um, I'm not exactly sure. What happened is that we had a mutual acquaintance um, from Olivet. Um, Doc, help me with, um, but at any rate, she mentioned that what Doc was doing. And I said, my God, I'm a, I'm a graduate of Olivet and I'd like to talk to him. And so I called him and then we started talking and I said, well, you know, I mean, I have these retirement homes and we have a lot of veterans in them, a, a tremendous number. Uh, would you would you ever like to come and meet our people and get involved? And he said, yes, I would. And so the most logical date we had, well, I'm, I'm also retired and in Florida. So uh, flag day seemed like the logical time to do this. And so we're honored to have him on Monday and we're ready for him. That's all I can say. Yeah. You know, and I love that you pick Flag Day because we do, there's so many events going on around Memorial Day and Veterans Day, but to do something on Flag Day, we sometimes forget that day, Bob. We sometimes forget Flag oh, Day. Oh, that's all true. Day. I mean, that yeah. goes back to uh, 1776. So we go way back with this. Yeah. And we always, of course, 4th of July is a big celebration in the country. Right. So, Doc, what's your message? Can you give a sneak preview of what your message is to the audience uh, on Flag Day on June 14th at uh, American House? What, how will you be addressing them? What, what will you be sharing with them? Well, we'll be talking, of course, about the veterans that um, stand for the, the flag of the United States of America. We'll be talking about the particular symbol, too, the, the flag that flies. I mean, ever since I was a kid, you know, I went to a one-room country school, and the first thing we did in the morning was raise the flag, salute the flag, and and say the Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, my high school, I spoke uh, at my high school on Veterans Day, would be in uh, 2016, and their superintendent at the time required all students to stop. They had flags throughout the hallway, and they had to stop and say the Pledge of Allegiance uh, sometime in the morning in one of those hallways. And he said, think about it. It only takes 11 seconds to say the Pledge of Allegiance. And, and here he is teaching these kids the respect. When you look at that flag, it's, it's not just a, a piece of cloth. It, you see, as I've mentioned already, 42 million people who have served in uniform waving through that flag. Yeah. No, and you know, one of my favorite events I got to work on, I, I have a communications company as well, communications coaching. And many years ago, I did an event uh, with what was, it's called the Chaldean American Ladies of Charity, honoring all the men and the women from Iraq who came to the United States and served the U.S. Armed Forces. And we had men and women from World War I to Vietnam, Korea, you know, and served in all, all, all areas of the military. And I was so honored uh, to work on that event. And I learned so much. And I was so proud of all the men and women who served. Some lost their lives uh, for, for the freedom in this country. And a lot of them were immigrants in this country who wanted to serve our country. Mm -hmm. I, I think mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's wonderful. What would you say, Doc, to young people today who are thinking about uh, going into the into the um, services today, what would you say to them? What advice do you have? Well, first of all, the military today can offer what is it, 280 different um, occupational um, MOSs. So, no matter whether you're the valedictorian of your class or you're not really sure what direction you want to go in, and so you just join the service, you know, um, you have such a, a great opportunity to take the talent that God has given you 
and and also serve your country at the same time. And and you know, there's less than one half of one percent of our population in military uniform. So I think it's very important that um, uh, if they if they have an inclination that maybe the military is for them, I don't push anybody in any direction. I never yeah. uh, told kid an, a, a student or an athlete when they'd come to, hey, where do you think I should go? I don't want them, you know, looking in the mirror two years after they go someplace. I tell them where to go and say, well, what am I doing here? I want them to choose what it is. But I, I also, to follow up on your question, is that any opportunity that you want is there. And and um, I, I I was drafted. I didn't volunteer to go into service, so mm. uh, I was drafted. But but you get your your meals free, so to speak. You know, you're paid for. You get your mm -hmm. housing. You, you get clothes and so on and so forth. And I think the great opportunity for kids is that discipline that they they would um, gain by going into the military and and. Um, you know, going to the basic training and AIT and meeting people from all over the United States of the world, uh, you know, United States of America, excuse me. But you see, I grew up in a small town like you're in a small town. And until I really got into service, I, I never met the vast different types of individuals. Um, and, and it was a positive um, experience uh, along the way as I, I served my country. Mm -hmm. And some people do earn their college degree by ser uh, serving in the military, uh, which is a great opportunity. Yeah. I have friends that, yep, I have friends oh, yeah. that went to yeah. IT, medicine, all kinds of engineering, um, all kinds of degrees. Yeah, you can earn your degree. And um, uh, the gentleman that was in charge of Sri and I when, when we were in Washington, and then he took me on tour, uh, afterwards, he's he's gotten his degree in the military, and so now his children can use his GI Bill because he already has his oh, um, degree. That's yeah, awesome. that's another. Yeah, wow. that's another thing that's all through the military too. Yeah, I, I am all for giving uh, the military as many benefits as humanly possible uh, because they do uh, serve our country and, ma and maintain our freedom in this country, the greatest country in the world. And and Bob, I don't think we always treat our veterans as good as we should in this country. And that's why I think I, what you're doing and honoring them is so important and appreciated. And what would you say to you know people in, in thinking about our veterans? I love the fact that you have so many uh, at American House and you want to salute them, what would you say to this country and people who could do more for our veterans? Well, first of all, Vanessa, these, these veterans are, for the most part, incapacitated. Mm -hmm. um, the average age is probably 90. Uh, it used to be earlier. Um, and I don't know, uh, you know, really what I mean, I, I do know that the inspiration that Doc will offer to these folks is standing room only. I mean, they're all looking forward to it. And we have people we have veterans coming from the different buildings. Um, but what I'm saying to you is we get them with 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 physical problems, medical problems, and the life expectancy might be a one year, two years, three years, but it's a relatively short duration. But, you know, they can't take care of them at home. And so, you know, the business has changed over the years, but that's the way it is today. Mm -hmm. 
And, and Bob, give us a little idea. I know obviously Doc uh, is going to be speaking there, but give us kind of a run of show. What's going to happen on, on June 14th on Monday at American House in Sterling Heights? Well, I mean, it's we have entertainment, we have music, um, we have Doc speaking. You know, there's a whole agenda that I think I sent you. Um, yeah, I have it. I'll run it through. I just wanted to give you an yeah. opportunity. To I mean, uh, well, I mean, I, you know, I'm just, I'm just the provider. I was out there today <laughs> to make sure that, that everything yeah. goes well. Yeah. Um, you know, and as I said to you earlier, I'm retired. I've been here like about a week. And, uh, and so I'm just, I got out there for the first time today to, to visit these folks. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're tying it up to flag day and everybody's schedule. Um, but we have historically over the years uh, cherished our veterans and have always done everything could to make their lives just a little bit better, especially at the stage of life that they're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I really respect you for what you're doing, Bob, to, to honor our veterans. So what's happening is that American House is honoring military veterans, including Specialist 5 James Doc. McLuhan, who we are talking to here in It's Your Community, Medal of Honor recipient in 2017. He's received many other honors. There's other going to be other honorees as well attending. There, uh, this event is taking place Monday, June 14th, Flag Day, at American House in Sterling Heights at 11 a.m., and then they'll be serving lunch around noon. Doc, I take it you're going to be speaking in the 11 o'clock hour? Um I, I believe so. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. And also, just just to insert that we have Chapter One Fifty Four also coming. Oh yeah. Purcell will be representing the, the. So I mean, they're they're in joint. We we try to do everything in joint with them, and this is no exception. So they will be coming. They'll have the full color guard. They will say a few words. We have entertainment. Uh, Doc didn't tell you anything, but he also loves to sing. And so we are fully prepared to have him sing a part out there. So, oh. I mean, it's it, it's it's going to be a very nice day. And then uh, after that, we're off to another event. So it's a full day for us and for Doc and for his lovely wife. So, Doc, tell us, what do you love to sing? Well, I sing all kinds of things. I had four leads and four musicals in high school. I uh, sang barbershop, um, of course, many, many choirs. I started in a church as a young child, but... Um, yeah, I uh, I could sing anything from uh, Frank Sinatra to Elvis to um, now Glenn Campbell. I changed the part in my hair from the left side to the right side when I came home because <laughs> I found out oh, that right. Glenn Campbell part is the right side, and he was my favorite singer at the time. I like uh, uh, Kenny Rogers. Up, uh, you go on and on. Um, um, you know, Home by uh, Bublé. Um, all kinds of things. Things, yeah, and I've sang it at funerals and weddings and what have you, the weddings of a lot of my uh, athletes, I've, I've sang that. Hmm? Yeah, you have an amazing, you have had such an amazing career, Doc. I mean, uh, the things that you have done, the medals you have earned, the honors you have had, the teams you have coached, it's incredible what you have accomplished in your lifetime. Uh, and I can, well, I, I understand that the excitement these veterans have in meeting you. Go ahead, Doc, I'm sorry. Well, nobody does anything alone. Every time uh, I'm honored with something, I feel as if uh, they're honoring, uh, if it's something with my coaching, they're honoring the rest of the, my assistant coaches and, of course, the athletes. That's, uh, you know, you have to put, I know what a team is, and nobody does anything alone. And more than that, um, along the line that you're talking about here, you know, we, we weren't put on this good earth to serve ourselves. We're put on this good earth to 
serve other people. So I hope that that I, I'm doing that, and I hope that um, I'm making a difference uh, when I when I serve those around me. What an important message. So, Doc, give our listeners some background about your coaching career, what the, the teams you've coached, the sports you've been involved in. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, um, I started coaching as soon as I got back from Vietnam, of course, and um, I had 11 varsity letters in high school in football, basketball, baseball, and track, and I had seven varsity letters at Olivet. In football, uh, wrestling, and, and baseball, um, I coached 38 uh, high school football teams, 22 wrestling teams, and then I officiated for 25 years in wrestling. That'd be 47 years total on that, and I did 18 state finals in the 25 years that I was chosen for 18 state finals. You don't just go and do it. You're, you have to be chosen. Um, 38 baseball um, high school baseball teams and 35 American Legion teams at uh, post 49 in South Haven. And then, of course, I did a little league along the way, uh, 22 little league uh, teams and um I think it was 17 junior wrestling programs. So I've been blessed more than I deserve with um, the people that came through those programs. And of course, um, we're just grateful that you can serve a community in that, in that fashion. And, and, and I got more thrills than they did because I got the thrills from everybody that was, <laughs> what everybody was doing. And, and um, it was really, really exciting. It was perfect, perfect, um, career for me, perfect profession for me, and, and um, so on and so forth. One thing I always tell people is that one of my missions was to prepare kids for their Vietnam the way that athletics had prepared me for mine. And their Vietnam might be failing a class or or losing a girlfriend they thought, you know, that would go a little bit further with and uh, that type of thing, or their house burning down someday, or their parents divorcing. I don't know what their Vietnam was going to be, but I wanted them to have the strength of character uh, like I did. Uh, and we, we don't teach subjects and we don't coach sports. We teach people and we coach people. And, mm. and that was my approach to things uh, throughout my life and and again um, the lord has has blessed me so well what a great what a great example um that is yeah it is. he's a great it's a fabulous, fabulous yeah yeah great analogy I'll, i i that's something i'm going to remember and i'm going to uh, attribute that to you and use it and my with my clients and my daughter i i love that analogy that's what a great story to share where uh doc tell me you know in 2017 you were awarded the congressional medal of honor our nation's highest military commendation what was that experience like for you surreal just surreal yeah and and of course i as I've said all along, um, it's not just my medal. It belongs to 89 guys that went into a battle against 2,700, you know, enemy soldiers. And, uh, and, and we were a team and we, we had our backs to the wall with such a powerful enemy, uh, with such great power fire wise too. They had more bigger and stronger weapons than we had, but, uh, again, the big team then came in and we got help from the Air Force and we got help from the Navy and we got help from the Marines. And so I'm I'm sitting here talking to you because everybody involved was was able to get most of us out of there alive. We did lose 13 men in those 48 hours. And mm. and as you 
probably well know I went into the kill zone. I, I worked on anywhere from 40 to 50 in 48 hours, wow. but I went into the kill zone and they would have been either killed or captured had I not. I was uh, within five meters of the enemy at, uh, on a couple of particular times. So wow. um, I had to count on good coverage by my machine gunners. And, and so here I am talking to you. Yeah. It's a miracle. Yeah. And I can't, it's a miracle. Yeah. Yeah, Bob. Isn't it so, Bob? It's just, it is a miracle. No, it's just amazing. I mean, um, I can't even comprehend it, really. It's, just, but um, no, I, I totally agree. Bob, let me ask you this, because you, 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 you talked, you touch upon this a little bit earlier, but you did say in the press release, uh, you know, that, you know, th these men and women are finally getting recognized and, and honored the way they deserve, because so many Vietnam veterans were treated poorly when they returned home, you know, and, and can you just speak to that, you know, the fact that they were treated not well in this country when they returned home and the importance of honoring them today? Well, I mean, you know, I, I can't speak for what went through their minds. I can't even <laughs> comprehend the fact that that, that ever happened. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm an American. I'm just like you, and I speak the same language that uh, Doc does. I mean, I may not articulate it the same way, but my feelings are the same. And, um, you know, I mean, I'm embarrassed by it. And uh, all I can tell you is that we've been very involved with uh, Chapter 154 over the last 15 years. Um, they're the last bastion that we have in Macomb and Oakland County. And, um, you know, I'm proud to be associated with them. I've known them and been involved with them for 15 years. Yep. And it, as Bob just said, the honor guard from the Vietnam Veterans Association, Chapter 154, will be at the event on Flag Day on June 14th. An American House in Sterling Heights. Well, you'll hear uh, hero James Doc McLuhan speak at the event around 11 o'clock in, in honor of Flag Day. Doc, what else would you like to share with our listeners here in It's Your Community about your experiences and the lessons you have learned uh, as, a, as a war veteran? Well, first of all, um, when you mentioned me as a hero, I like the story of the little girl who asked her grandpa if he was a hero. And he said, no, honey, but I served with a lot of them. Mm -hmm. And that's the way I feel. Um, I'm often asked, you know, would you do it all again? And I look at I look at the individual asking the question, and I say, you know, nobody wakes up in the morning and says, boy, I hope there's a war I can go to out there. But <laughs> had, I never gone to, had I never gone to Vietnam, I would have never met the most uh, gracious, compassionate, brave, courageous, kind individuals that I've ever met in my life. And to follow up on you, Bob, you know, whoever was home here serving, you did your service to your country here. I can tell you that there isn't a soldier I've met or a sailor or an Air Force or, or Navy or Coast Guardman that I've met that thinks they're above anybody else. As a matter of fact, they know how much they depend on those individuals who are not in uniform. They depend on you really carrying on the Americanism that we're fighting for. Uh, we're away from it in many cases. I was clear off in a third world country. And so therefore, we were just hoping that we had people like yourself back home, making sure that the America that we're fighting for will continue to be that kind of a country. Doc, did you think that you were going to get drafted after you graduated from college? <laughs> Are you kidding? I signed a contract in May 
May, last week of May, I graduated June 4th. I got a letter from my uncle. You may know him, Uncle Sam. I got a letter from him <laughs> in the middle of June. Right, I know him. And then uh, I was supposed to take a physical like that, and I just figured they were, you know, they were going to see if I was healthy or not. But right after I took it, I said, well, what's next? And the lady said, don't you know you're going to be drafted? I said, no, no, no. I got a contract to teach school and coach. As a matter of fact, in August, I'll start coaching football. She said, no, you won't. <laughs> So, no, I had no idea. And just to follow up a little bit on that, I, I was from a very mo modest family. I didn't have electricity till I was five or running water and, and, a, and a flushing toilet till I was eight or nine. And and I paid. I, I started collecting my money when I was five years old, um, cleaning wood school on Friday with my two brothers. And then we started picking berries when I was eight or nine. And all the way through, I... I used every dime that I had earned to get through college and I was ready to be a teacher and a coach. And they said, no, we want to send you to a tropical zone first, you know, <laughs> over there to Vietnam. So I, I think they thought they were sending me on vacation, but it didn't end up that way. Wow. <laughs> well, did you think just, that you were going to get drafted? No, he didn't. No, I had no idea. Mm, yeah. No, I, hey, I, hey. I, I'm sorry. I don't Go think ahead. anybody thinks they're going to get drafted. Uh, and then, you know, I was so busy, Bob, that, that I didn't even pay attention when they caught, they put, um, what was the body count that they put on TV every night? Well, I wasn't in front of the TV half the time. I was either at football practice, wrestling practice, or, and then when I came back to the dorm, I had to study. And then I, I actually washed the kitchen floors in, at the uh, at the cafeteria there from eleven o'clock at night to three in the morning. So that was a part of my money earning to get through wow. college. Unbelievable. So, yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah. Doc, I didn't how long were you, How long were you in Vietnam? Dressed. How many years were you serving? March nineteen ninety, mm. and I home on March nineteen seventy. Wow. Wow. Yep. Year, yeah, yep. So, Doc, I, I think because uh, I think I got the, the job being a medic because usually, well, very seldom at Olivet, um, preparing to be a coach, I took kinesiology, physiology, anatomy, first aid, advanced first aid, strapping and coaching or strapping and taping. So, I I just guess that they looked at that and thought maybe that guy'd be a pretty good medic. I tried to be. Mm -hmm. Doc, I want to thank you again for your service mm -hmm. to our country, and I'm really looking forward to uh, hearing you speak on June 14th. And, and Bob Gillette, founder of American House, I want to thank you for honoring our veterans on Flag Day, June 14th, and thinking about the men and women who have served our country and these war heroes, such as James Doc McLuhan, who will be there and speaking as a keynote speaker. Thank you, gentlemen. Any last words you want to share with our listeners before we let you go? Yeah, if any of your uh, listeners... Um, I'm sorry, go ahead, Doc. Go ahead. I'm looking very much forward to speak, speaking to a bunch of heroes that day. I feel very, very safe in a room with a bunch of heroes that I'll be speaking to because uh, they've served their country and, and the war didn't end when they've, they're still a fight. Yeah, they are. So God Thank bless you. them and God bless you. Well, God they're, bless you. I'm so looking too. forward to have, be having you. I can tell you that. Thanks, yeah. Doc.
Thanks, Doc. Bob, what else do you want to say before we let you go? No, that, that, well, if anybody wants to come, if they would like, after hearing this, I'll give you the telephone number that they want reservations. They can call if you want me to do that. I don't sure, know. Sure, please go ahead. Go ahead, Bob. Yeah, so if anybody wants to come here, Doc, it's 11 o'clock on the 14th, and the telephone number is 586-776-9810. And just say, I'd like to come, and it's 11 o'clock, and... Uh, we expect to have a, a lot of people there. We've got some West Point people, West Point graduates coming to honor him. So uh, it's going to be. Well, we got a little bit of a connection problem with uh, Bob and, and, and Doc. On, yeah. I, I want to thank you both for being with us here in It's Your Community again, June 14th. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. Thank you, Doc. See you both on Monday, June okay. 14th at American House in Sterling Heights, honoring our veterans, war heroes. You are tuning into It's Your Community. If any questions or comments, show topics you want to me to get to, Vanessa Denha, you can do that easily by getting to me at Epiphany Communications and Coaching or find me, Vanessa Denha, on any of my social media platforms and send me a message. As always, remind our listeners to connect, collaborate, and to communicate with your community. Thanks for listening. It's Your Community, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR.